Welcome to the Dr. Obedovinga Day podcast. Dr. Obed is a thought leader and apologist who speaks to life's great existential questions of origin, purpose, faith, and destiny with fluency and grace. He is an author and the president of the Christ Cosmopolitan Incorporated, a vibrant apostolic commission that heralds the message of the fullness of Christ. Dr. Obed has seen his ministry soar to great heights over several years, touching the lives of many across the globe through his various ministry platforms. May you grow in grace and the knowledge of Christ as you listen to mind-renewing and heart-enlightening messages by Dr. Obed. Do enjoy this teaching. God bless you. The old woman whose speech was full of anger and pain was now full of love. Then I realized that there are people the gospel of our salvation which we preach alone sounding it by way of evangelism will not be enough. There are times people are under a spell, an injunction that has been placed over their heads, an evil decree. This woman was 92 years, but I thank God she met Jesus. I don't know what became of her after we left that town, but I believe that one day I will meet that old woman And we would share in the joy of the eternal bliss of this eternal life, which we both share now, today, and forever. Now hear what he says. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree and requested for himself that he might die. And he said, it is enough. Now, oh Lord, take away my life. For I am not better than my fathers. There are times in your life. You try. As much as you can. To redefine the course of your family. And to break the injunctions of your fathers. Try as you may. You realize. That the more you try, the more something is choking you. It is called an evil decree. Listen, prophets, men of God, Elijah the Tishbite. I thought Elijah didn't have a father. Because there is no mention of who his father was. The appearance of Elijah starts off with Elijah the Tishbite. I believe that Elijah had a reason for which he did not record. His genealogy. Because there are times when you look at your history, you do not have any cause or reason in looking at your ancestry to decide on a proclamation that links you to that ancestry. And all you would want to do is to reference yourself from the 
reference of your calling. Elijah the Tishbite. But how many of us are called of God, anointed of God? We are able to invoke fire. We are able to make fire lick up the water. God uses us to do mighty miracles. We have been able to raise the dead. What at all in this life will make such an anointed man of God decide. God, enough is enough. He taught in the areas where his father failed. Because of the anointing power on his life, he will be able to make it. But when what was after his father came chasing him and held him on his neck, squeezing his life, very life. His vital life, the vital force of his sustenance from him. He now exclaimed, he said, ah, if this is the way all the fathers went, why shouldn't I also tread it still? I am not better than my fathers. Remember I told you, Satan will not forget. God will forgive. People, in 1 Kings chapter 2, The verse 36 to the verse 37. And the king sent and called for Shimei and said unto him, Build thee an house. You see? Listen, people of God. In the genealogy, this is the reason why in life, eh, you don't have to play somebody's drums. You have to play your own drums. That is the reason why in life you have to concern yourself with your own business. With the Rechabites, their father said, you will not build. You will not own possession. Look at something that someone too is saying. He said, you will build your house in Jerusalem. You will only build here. And you will dwell here. And you will go not forth thence any wither. <laughs> For it shall be that on the day that thou goest out and passeth over the brook Kidron, thou shalt know for certain that thou shalt surely die. They have said, You, oh, as for your business in Kumasi, it will prosper. But the day you try to locate in Accra, oh, Jesus, you will die. What is this Ghana lifestyle that everybody is building one house, either in Accra, one house, either in Kumasi? You know your father already that he has only one house outside of Ashanti region. When you travel, you have to beg for somebody's house Mercy. to go and sleep. Junction. You don't even have a house in Accra. Oh. Much less to think of owning a house in the U.S. Mercy. There is something hanging over Ghana. I want to ask you, which man of God in Ghana has a jet? Hey! But our brothers next door. Niger. Niger. 
mercy, mercy, mercy. Oh, oh. As for building a house, you will build though, but you will only build in Jerusalem. If you try to build, they have used the valley Kidron as your limitation. Jesus. It has become a borderline. Mercy. It is now a yardstick to your prosperity. There is something about Ghana churches. Mercy. Do you know that Ghanaian churches across Africa, apart from Lighthouse, mention a few others of the fathers like Bishop Nicholas Duncan Williams, one church in a few other places. All our churches, we are just local champions in one region. Mercy. One region, we are local champions. Jesus. We are looking at, we having the biggest churches. Where? In our cities. Then again, when you look at Africa, we have churches all across Africa. Winners everywhere. But then go to UK and you see winners prospering. Jesus. I'm asking you a question. How many Ghanaian churches look like winners? There is something over our ah, this cloud. We Jesus. must break Jesus. We are not only going to prosper in Ghana. When will Ghana have a church? Oh, that's it. Today as we sit here, we were here and Nigeria had 50,000 people. Jesus. We were watching. Oh. It was scary already. That's right. <laughs> Today, 100,000. They have 100,000. Jesus. That is breathtaking already. Yes, 120,000. Bishop BPOM is now saying 120. Hey. Jesus. Me, that thing looks too scary for Jesus. me. Jesus. Will we ever have a church in Ghana sitting 200,000? The question is, where will we even get the land? And the people. Hey, hey, hey. But there's coming a day. Jesus. Jesus. Listen, 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 listen. I am told that there is a highway from China to Singapore that they are building. And if my records are straight and they are right, if they are wrong, forgive me. That it would take three hours to travel from Singapore to China. Mercy. Do you know that journey? Do you know that journey? If God permits, and we get a highway spanning East Africa to West Africa, two hours, will anybody decide on a local church? No. Any church that you want to go, you can go. Two hours. Ghana to Kenya. Jesus. Okay, sorry. Oh, I am. I'm with. I'm with CCI Mombasa. Jesus. Where do you live? I live at Pampaso in Kumase. Hey. How do you go there? Oh, it is one hour forty-five minutes. Jesus. That time will come. Yes, Jesus. Those trade blocks. Jesus. It is not only about church. That's it is right. also about business. That's right. Yes. There are places in Africa oh. your business must go. That's right. 
Hey, hey, hey. There are places you must establish networks. Yes. yes. But I declare in the name of Jesus. Jesus name. That every blockage be broken in the name of Jesus. Amen. Be broken in the name of Jesus. Amen. Be broken in the name of Jesus. Amen. Again. Finally. If there is any pattern you have seen in your family. Jesus. That every day. If they have to build a house. It will not be in a planned community. It will always has to. It, it always has to be at a new site somewhere. Jesus. Where when you are driving. You go. Hey. hey Porto. Climb Jesus. up. Go up. New site. You are going to your own house that you are built to. New site. But every day when you get there, you have to slow down Jesus. and drive slow. End of the world. You live at the ends of the world. Jesus. <laughs> and you are the last house on that lane. Beyond you is outer darkness. <laughs> Beyond you is what? Outer darkness. Outer darkness. Please watch this. He said in verse 36. Let's read it again. Everybody, everybody, come on. 36. Come on, 36. Let's go. And the king sent and called for Shimei. And said unto him, build a house here. Dwell here. And go not forth thence any whither. For it shall be, come on, that on that day that you try to go out and you pass over, thou shalt know. You will know. For Ube who said that, that thou shalt surely, surely die. die. You will know for certain thy blood shall that thou shalt surely die. die. Let's take the same verse in the message Bible 36 37. Come on, let's go. Come on, let's go. The, the king, king next, next called, called in Shimei and told him, and told him, uh -huh. build, build yourself, yourself a house. Build yourself a house in, in Jerusalem. In and, Jerusalem live and live there. And live there. But, but you, you are, are not to live, to live there. there. How many of you live in a certain area? Hey, Jesus! Don't leave the area. Mm. When it rains, you can't leave your area. You cannot leave the area. Jesus, that is where you were born. You have grown. You are married there. Oh, Satan. your children too were born there. Asaf, Jesus, you have become. They have also man. grown, <laughs> and they are about to get married there. Oh, Jesus! Abba. Jesus, come on, continue. Thirty-seven. If you, so much, if you so much as cross the brook Kidron, the brook Kidron, you are you as, as good as dead. Say with me, who born dog? Who born dog? I will live and not die. I will live, I will live and, and not, not die. What was that? He said, you will have decreed your own death sentence. Mercy. Come on, declare with me. I decree my life sentence. 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 Every evil decree. Every evil decree. And any evil prescription. And any evil prescription. Any book of wanderings. Any book of wanderings. I command it to cast fire. I command it to cast fire. I reverse the order. I reverse the order. I change the decree. I change the decree. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Take your seats. Jesus. Jesus.
Decrees can be changed. Concerning cornea, the Bible said, a decree went forth, and the earth was called as the supervisory spirit. What turned the mass as it? He said, Ed, 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 write this man Konya as barren. Abba! Right? Oh, so it was a decree that was being written. Write this man as barren. And that there will none, Konya, C O N N I A H. Right, et, 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 right, this man as barren, barren, right, et, et, right, this man, barren, barren, right, this man. He said they will never prosper. None of his seed shall prosper. Oh, come on. Jeremiah 22, verse 28. Is this man, Konya, a despised, broken idol? Is he a vessel wherein is no pleasure? Wherefore are they cast out? He and his seed. And are cast into a land which they know not. O earth, earth, earth. Hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, write this man childless. A man that shall not prosper in his days. What has somebody decreed? People, God foreknew you. He predestinated you. Before the foundation of the world. He chose you in love. From the foundation of the world. He gave you the kingdom. And you appeared in your mother's womb. And before any of your substance took shape, he wrote all your days in his book. Then you appear here in this world and somebody wants to change it. No. My destiny will not be wasted. My destiny will not be wasted. Listen, it's not just a matter of praying my destiny will be but whenever you are connecting your destiny, connect it to the foreknowledge. The foreknowledge. Don't connect it just to the predestinated purpose. Connect it to the foreknowledge of God. See, for no man of his seed shall prosper. Right, the man childless. 
A man that will not prosper. His seed will not prosper. Sitting upon the throne of David and ruling anymore in Judah. And the Bible says he will live all the days of his life in a land that he doesn't even know. Do ah, that one I don't understand. At least, when you are thrown into a land, you can ask, what is this country? But it simply means that you have been an outcast. You cannot even come amongst people to ask the people, where are we? You have become an embarrassment. You have become a typical embarrassment that you don't even know the country you are in. Uh, if you are cast into a certain country, you have a liberty to ask, Charlie, where, where are we there? No. It also means that nobody wants to answer you. Do you know it happened before? According to the word of God, When Abraham sent his servant to go to his people and get a wife. About the time he got there, everybody started running away. It also happened to Moses. You see, when you are an outcast, nobody wants to associate with you. So you get to a town. Have you ever got into a town where you ask, Hello, I Don't let the earth write you childless, barren. We have had a little of that experience in our missionary work. That is how it looks like. That is the reason why your workplace, nobody wants to associate with you. In your own family, nobody wants you close because you are an outcast. That's what it means. If you are an outcast, everybody thinks you are strange and they will do you harm or they think you will do them harm and they will harm you before you harm them. But sometimes there is no iniquity in your hands. In the sincerity of your heart, you want to love everybody but everybody thinks wrong about you just because the earth has written you childless and has said, you nor your seed None of you will prosper. Lay your hands on your head. This is the last prayer. Put your all inside. Say with me, Oh Lord God of heaven. Oh Lord God of heaven. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I am a citizen of heaven. I am, I am a, citizen a citizen of heaven. I am not an outcast in the kingdom. I am not an outcast in the kingdom. I am acceptable in the beloved. I am acceptable in the beloved. What you have written concerning my life. What you have written concerning my life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. No weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. No, no weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise up against me. And every tongue that shall rise against me. Decreeing 
evil decrees. Decreeing evil decrees. I condemn it in the name of Jesus. 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 Mighty God. Mighty God. Make me fruitful in this land. Make, Make me fruitful, fruitful in this land. Make me prosperous in this land. Make me prosperous in this land. Me and my seed. Me and my seed. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God willing, I still have things to say, but I think I'll drop it here. Where I brought it to, I have shown us principally, number one, the book, which is called the volume of the book. It carries your name. It carries divine decrees. And it carries the blessings of God meant to manifest in your life. Each chapter of the book brings you into a certain experience. Based on the foreknowledge of God and what he predestined that you are supposed to carry it out in destiny. The enemy in knowing this has men who can read all men. Then they gather in evil congregations and they speak contrary to what God has said. If you sit back, their evil decrees will make you wander from the way of destiny. And when you wonder, they will use it as an evidence against you in witchcraft courts, in the demonic world. But if you know how to get back on track by the blood of Jesus, by the token of grace, whatever they have said, you can charge them by the grace that worked for Abraham and worked for the nation of Israel and worked also for Moses when he stepped ahead of his time. Ten years before his manifestation, he failed in his tracks. But God had mercy on him and met him in the wilderness and brought him back. There is one thing I want you to know. All men have wandered away before. So when you wander, get back in track. Even Jesus, when he was here on earth, he wandered away. He didn't want to drink the cup. But an angel came to strengthen him and brought him back. You are not the first person to wander. When you wander off, get back. Peter, he wandered. But Jesus said, I prayed for you. When you have overcome, strengthen your brethren. You are not the first person to have lost touch. We are not talking about backsliding. We are talking about purpose and destiny. Sometimes you lose the joy. You are not happy on the inside. You are tearing on your inside. But I want you to know, God is writing your wanderings. And because of that, when you run back to him, he already knows it. Whatever you are coming to confess is already in the book. Ultimately, he has assigned an angel to go with you even in your wanderings so that when you decide by the conviction he creates, you can always come back. There is a second level which I might preach on either in the next starry night or in the few weeks to come on how stargazers use this book 
the book that was written concerning your destiny and how they reconcile it with the book of wanderings. And they use curious arts of magic to conjure your soul and what to do to free yourself. It is the beginning of a wonderful experience in the spirit realm. I drop it here till I meet you again and go deeper in Christ. Three questions. All right, two. Third one. Three. About the kingdom inheritance. Yeah. What's it about? I didn't get it well. Okay. What do you want to get about that? You started about the foundation. The foundation of God. And you said because Jesus was chosen. Yes. And that was where I ended. Okay. Let me help you. You see, the foundation of God is different from the foundation of the world. The foundation of God is a concentration of God as one unit. And he has a seal. And in that foundation of God, everybody who is in that foundation, because in that foundation, God knows them that are his. And everybody that is his is called by his name. In the Old Testament and in the New Testament, they are called by the name Christ. So it's one and the same thing. Are you all in the same place with me? Or you are still sleeping? <laughs> Hallelujah. Alright. So, in that foundation of God, where we have the concentrated spirit, he now dispatches himself or dispenses himself to give us a kingdom. So it becomes a kingdom of priests and kings who will now minister to him. But this is what he decided long ago in the adoption. Do you understand the adoption? Yes. The maturity of sons. Yes. Okay. So per that, in that kingdom of the foundation of the world, he prepared it for us who he foreknew, who he predestined, to walk through destiny so that he would now climax us in that predestinated place of an end, not of a beginning. You know, there's the beginning of predestination and the end of predestination. In between is destiny. So he predestined us in the beginning and he predestined us in our end so that when we would have climaxed the end, what he purposed for the end was a kingdom. That is how come Jesus Christ is going to come in glory in the day of his kingdom. Do you get it now? Yes. Okay. Do you have any further questions? And then he doubtless my wanderings and the not. Yes, the wanderings, wanderings in Hebrew is not. Wanderings, the word wanderings in Hebrew is not, which means a fugitive. One that goes about aimlessly. One that like, have you ever 
been to school where when you are looking for some people, they disappear. They wonder. Kobolo. How do you how do you say that in P? Kobolo. <laughs> Kobolo is girl. Eboko. That means how does he mean say that? Ah, Oboko. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so how did the P say it? Kobolo. <laughs> okay, okay. So what is the law in P? Okay. Are you okay, sir? Yes. All right. And then, Abraham, when he was 86 years old, you said he gave birth to Ishmael. Yeah. And then you said when he was 99 years old. He gave birth to Isaac when he was 100. And that he had wandered for 13 years. Yes. Because the moment he went giving birth to Isaac, God kept silent. God didn't speak to him again. Ishmael, God didn't talk again. So he came back on track at 99 years with a covenant of circumcision. That is how come Ishmael is called the son of the born woman who is after the flesh. And Isaac is called the child of promise after the spirit because of the covenant of circumcision. Are you okay now? Yes. All right. Okay. Beautiful. Let me hear you say. Um, my question is, uh, when you mix your track, how will you realize that I've mixed my track so I should inner, go back? Inner, inner tears. Inner tears. You lose fulfillment. And you have to know the inner voice. Probably... Um, on Sunday when I teach on the anointing that teaches us. You see, the, the, the anointing within you, I'm going to do that further on Sunday, but the anointing within you is a teacher. So we have the within anointing or the within teacher and we have the teacher without. What I'm doing here, okay, I had Tandra's voice. So I, wa I wanted to be sure from this way. Okay. What, what was your question? Uh, the question was uh, when you mix your track, how will you Yeah, so back? I was talking about the teacher within you. The Bible says that but the anointing which you have received of him abided in you. And you need not that any man teach you within. You don't need any man to teach you within. He's not talking about you don't need a teacher. You need a teacher because he gave you teachers outwardly. So what I'm doing here, I'm the outward teacher. But if what the outward teacher does not confirm his teaching, does not confirm with the inward intuition on the inside, then you're losing track. So whatever you're doing in life, you have to follow the inward tuition. And that is where he now says that you are the one that can tell my wanderings. Because the one that tells your wandering is the spirit. You see that when we spoke of God and his decision, even in the womb, he said that you know the way of the spirit. And that it is God who maketh all things, even on the inside. 
So watch this. In the womb of a woman, the Holy Spirit, he is there to feel the woman and to feel the baby. That is a promised child. It is the same thing with your assignment. Your assignment is what you carry, just like a woman carries a baby. And the Spirit of God on the inside, in feeling you, would feel what you carry. So when you lose touch on the anointing on the inside, the teaching anointing, the within teacher, when you don't have that man, you know you are missed. You are out of destiny. And that is where every believer, there are many people, they are doing wonderful works, but they've lost the inner tuition. You might be, listen, it's, it's, it's a trap. It's a very big trap. You might even be a bishop doing mighty things for God. Ah, but you've lost the inner tuition. And when you lose it, that's it. It doesn't matter what you do. Because you have already been taught on the inside. So that's how you know you're losing it. And it is the same way you know that you've gotten it. It is not really by somebody prophesying to you. Prophecy may only be a confirmation of what you already know. That's how come when somebody is telling you things by way of the Spirit, and you, mm -mm, this one, within me, it, it, it's, it's not the adjustment within me and what I'm hearing outwardly, they are not coinciding. So with that one, you begin to pray. It may be that the outward teacher is right and you are not in tune with your inward tuition or the inward teacher. So you have to fine tune so that you bring yourself into an equilibrium. And that is where the tears are. Okay, amen. 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 Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let me use you. When I finish, I'll use you too. Answer this question for me. Just sit. Answer this question. If you wake up in the morning and a friend, your old friend, who you knew in school, comes to you and says that Pastor, um, let's go and drink alcohol. And then another friend comes to you and says, around the same time, let's go and evangelize. Who will you go? Who will you follow? Your mic. I am. Um... I'll follow my friend to evangelize. To evangelize. Yes, please. All right. Everybody celebrate him. He's a very good man of God. Let me ask you your next question. If you wake up in the morning and one of your friends came to you and said, let's go and pray. And another friend came and said, let's go and evangelize. Which of them will you follow? It depends on the bidding of the Spirit um, at that time. What is the bidding of the Spirit? Uh, it depends on what the Spirit communicates to me to do at that time. How? Because I have an inner tuition. So, what would be that inner tuition? The voice of the Spirit. How would you know it's the voice of the Spirit? This one said you should evangelize. 
This one said you should go and pray. The first one was easy because it was between one bad thing okay. and one good thing. Are you sure you are here? But this is two good things. How would you know which one you should do? Uh, it will be very difficult to know, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it will not be difficult to know. How would you know? Yeah, and Papa, I will settle for the one which I have much peace within. Peace? <laughs> How many mistakes you will make in life when you always follow peace? How would you know? Um, you follow the inner tuition within you. How would you know this is the inner tuition? <laughs> Daddy, you, you know within you. How would you know? You know it, you, but you don't yes. have words for it. Yes, exactly. You be. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. How do you um, know? Most of the time, the one you are not very comfortable, the one which is wrong or you are not very comfortable with. So you are now going to deal with what you are comfortable with? No. You, you feel it within your How belly. How do you feel it within your belly? <laughs> How do you feel it within your belly? You just know it's not right to go that way. How would you know it's not right? By knowing your spirit. Okay, now let me ask you a question. Yes, please. Um... There are two ladies you are praying about, okay? Yes, please. One is a Muslim, and you happen to like her. And the other person is a Christian. Which of them would you marry? A Christian. Wonderful. But then, this is one lady in church, and there's another lady in church. One of them is in the choir. And the other <laughs> is in vigilante. <laughs> Which of them would you marry? Um, Pastor, I'll, I'll, I'll have to follow the voice within. How would you know the voice within? How would you know that this is the one? Pastor, by knowing your spirit. How would you know your spirit? Do you have an answer? Okay. You will pray. <laughs> you pray over them. Okay. So when you pray over them, how would you know to choose? Uh, the, 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 the chosen one will bring herself. The chosen one will do what? <laughs> Pray that you don't marry Delilah. <laughs> that's, that's how... Can I... Please, I don't mean to insult you, okay? But that's how silly a lot of us behave. It's a very silly way of taking spiritual decisions. Ask me the same questions and let me answer. I said you know it, but you are not getting words for it. Okay. Try, try. You have to descend. You have to descend. Descend. You have to get the discernment spirit. The discerning of spirits. Yeah. Okay. So discernment spirit. So how will you know that 
This spirit is the spirit of discernment. By asking the Holy Ghost. When you ask the Holy Ghost, how would you know when he speaks? The Holy Ghost will speak to you. How will you know he's the one speaking to you? If you are a spiritual person, when the Holy Ghost speaks to you, <laughs> you have to. <laughs> All right, all right. I get you. But I, I understand. You have the answer, but it does not help any of us. <laughs> the answer is very simple. Go back into the very words. Whenever you have an issue, you have to always check the inner joy or the inner sadness. This is what you do. You don't just wake up and take a decision. What you do is that you do this, you come back, then you do this. Then you come back, then you do this. Then you come back, then you do this. Then you take another step. Then you, so you have to check and check and check and check and as you check you do one two three then you come back and take one two three then you come back what are you checking you are weighing it in the balance and in that balance what you are taking out for is not just peace peace is one but the greatest thing that you take he said with joy you will draw from the wells of salvation and within you is the well that's how you fetch. It is not the audible voice we are talking about. We are talking about how Holy Spirit can lead everybody. The within anointing. That's what she's saying. That's what you are saying. All of you, what you are saying was true. But how would you know within yourself, physically? You know it. When you are going this way, you realize there's an inward freeze. There's an inward sadness. An inward, an inward redrawal. That's what happens. It is not just peace alone. It is peace and joy. Thanks so much for listening. We trust that you've been blessed with truth for life. Be sure to subscribe to the Dr. Obedobing a Day podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remain blessed. Shalom.